Hello. Good morning. My name is Mary Rocha. Good morning. Happy Tuesday, everybody. This is Sister Lisa. Uh, happy Tuesday. Uh, God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Thank you. Good morning, Good morning Sister Lisa. Brother Michael. Is that Good you, morning. Yeah. Happy birthday, sis. Happy birthday. 
Oh, thank you. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Hey, hey. <laughs> I turned 27 years clean today. Well, happy birthday. God bless you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody. Good morning, JC. Good morning, JC. It's kindness. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Good morning, JC. This is Cynthia. Happy Tuesday. Is Tarina here? Is Tarina here? Okay, good morning, okay, good morning everyone. God, this is Echo. This is Echo. This is Echo. Echo. Okay, I'm trying okay, to figure I'm out. To figure out. Hold on. Okay, can you hear me better now? Is that That's better? better. Okay, thank you. Well, good morning, everyone. Okay, it's time to get started with the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello again. My name is JC, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here at Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in to join us for the month of March, where our monthly theme is entitled Identity. The declares will focus the importance of discovering, embracing, and allowing the Holy Spirit to manifest our God-ordained identities in Christ. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. TNC Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp. And Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor Lavelle on the topic, Practicing Politeness. It will definitely enrich your spirit. Uh, Prayer requests from the app. I had one asking for prayers for my family as we go through this devastating crisis. 
and then asking for prayer for my Auntie Judy for comfort. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Bernice. The declaration will be brought by Beverly. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. Once again, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Bernice. The declaration will be brought by Beverly. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today is Colossians 1, 11 through 13. Being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience, and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Bernice. You guys have a blessed day. I love you all. Father, in the name of Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, once again, we come in the name of our resurrected Jesus, whose we are and who we serve, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things on earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We come again in the name of the resurrected Jesus. We come and we serve you, O oh Father. We come with a clean heart, a pure heart, O oh Father. Your, your word tells us that if I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, and my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer offered in this place. Before we enter into your gates, we ask you to forgive us for anything we may have said in our words. Lord, what we have said that may have caused someone to fall, forgive us. What wrong thinking have we had that caused us to move in an ungodly direction? Father of mercy, forgive us. What deeds have we committed that would change a person's mind about walking with you or deeds we have committed that are just outright wrong? Forgive us. Now we release any anger, any bad feelings, resentment, or any other wrong attitude before you right now. We lay it here right now. We lay it at your feet and we release all of these things. Father of mercy. Forgive us, for we know not what we do. And now we declare victory. As we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise, humbled and acknowledging that you are with us, that your presence surrounds us. Thank you for your grace and new mercies given to us today. The same grace and the same mercies that you give to us every day. Thank you that we are on your mind. Thank you for what you have done for us. You shed your blood that we would have abundant life. Thank you for setting us apart. Thank you for giving us the ability to use our lips to praise you. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We press to pursue you. And our expectation is that this morning you give us the anointing that comes with the assignment that you have given to each person here today. 
this each person on the line. I thank you, Father, for what you will do and how you will confirm your word with signs and wonders. Thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ, for the power given to us to make us strong, a light to those in darkness. We declare victory because we know that the kingdom of God lives in all of us. We know that we can do nothing without you, and I ask that you help us all. You said, remain in me and I will, re will remain in you. The thief comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. Therefore, today we pray heaven down to keep hell from rising up. For the kingdom of this world is now the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. Father, we just thank you as we pursue you on purpose, with purpose. We pursue love of location with a goal to occupy and abide in, a place that we can remember, love uncrafted and unharnessed. Perfect love lives in each of us. We thank you for the perfect love, Jesus, you who died, that we would have life and life abundant. We thank you, O Father. Jehovah Rapha, we declare victory. You're the God who heals. You said that we can come and ask you for every need of life. Therefore, we thank you for your touch, your words, your miracles. We rejoice in your healing. Sickness and disease have no power over any of us. But specifically, Father, we come to you to pray for the family who is in mourning, oh, Father God. And for Aunt Judy, oh, Father God, we ask that you would give to her everything that she needs. Comfort her right now. Comfort the family right now in this time uh, that they need you, this time of trouble, this time of hardship, oh, Father. Alive in righteousness, you have given us everything that we need through your word. You sent your word and you healed and delivered. Thank you. Your word is like a fire, like a hammer that breaks a rock into pieces. By the stripes of Jesus, those who are sick have, can be healed right now, should you believe. Bodies are strong. No weapon that is formed against them can prosper. Jehovah Rapha, thank you for the anointing of God that will flow from our lives to bring healing, deliverance, and hope to others in the name of Jesus. Jeremiah 33 and 3 says that if we call upon you, you will answer and show us great things, which we do. We thank you for those great things. We declare victory for our cities, our states, our government, and nation. Someone needs to mute their line. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. There is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. We also pray knowing that God's word says the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord like the rivers of water. He turns it wherever he wishes. Open the heart of our president of this United States, the cabinet members, senators, congressional representatives, the Supreme Court, our military leaders, governors, state legislators, mayors, the chiefs of police and sheriffs to hear and respond to the gospel message if they do not know you. Help our leaders and officials to accept wise counsel. Teach them to trust you, God. Father in heaven, protect our leaders from the influence of the evil one. Give those who sit in the seats of decision, discretion, foresight, and understanding. Deliver those in authority from 
opinions contrary to your word. Protect our president from harm and bless and protect his family. Enable our legislative, executive, and judicial branches of government to carry out their duties with humility toward you and towards others. Give them courage to do the right thing even when urged to do the wrong thing. Give a tender heart of compassion toward those that they lead, our leaders lead and serve. Therefore, I exert first of all that supplications, prayer, intercession, and giving of thanks be made to all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and reference. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of our God, our Savior. First Timothy 2, 1 through 3. We declare victory for our military, our troops and veterans. Lord, we don't want war, but we understand, oh Father God, that all things are necessary today, the times that we're living in, oh God. So we declare victory for our military, troops and veterans. We thank you for the men and women that protect this nation. Father, as they protect us, protect them as well. Lord, you know where they will be today. We pray that you will be there with them to guide them through whatever challenges and trials they face. We thank you for these men and women, oh God, who give their lives, who sacrifice, make sacrifices, oh God. We live in a nation that is protected by soldiers, both men and women, who wake up every morning with just one goal in mind, to fight for freedom. Father, we know we thank you, O oh Father God, for just giving us the discernment that we need. Because of what they do, the United States of America can remain free. Father, send your angels to stand watch around our U.S. military, troops, and veterans. We declare victory for our churches. Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves under your mighty hand. Forgive us for our sins as we ask before. Cleanse us from all righteousness. Let us draw near to you with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let your word dwell in us richly. Fill us with the knowledge of your will and in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that we may live and conduct ourselves in a manner worthy to you, fully pleasing you and being fruitful in every good work and by the renewed spirit of our minds that we put on tender mercies, kindness, and humility, O oh Father. We thank you that we dwell together in unity, in the unity of faith, recognizing those who labor among, among us, esteeming them highly in love for your work's sake. Father, we just thank you, O oh God, and we declare victory for our pastors. We thank you that our pastors are faithful and that you preserve them, that they abound with blessings and they do not grow weary in well-doing, that you who began a good work in them will, will perfect it, that your workmanship created in Jesus, in Jesus Christ and equipped in every good thing to do your will. Work in them that which is pleasing. Let all grace abound toward them, having sufficiency in all things and an abundance in every work because they have sowed bountifully, they will reap bountifully. And whether they plant or water, Father, you give the increase. I pray that they continually triumph in Christ, diffusing the fragrance of his knowledge in every place, that all blessings come upon them and overtake them because they obey the voice of God, instruct them and teach them in the way that they should go. Reveal the deeper things of them by your spirit. 
Let them be vessels of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every work, shepherding the flock willingly, eagerly, and being an example to everyone, O oh God. Their speech and preaching is a demonstration of the spirit of power, and they are instant in season and out of season to preach your word. Father, we just thank you for all things. We can take our phones off mute and we can um, declare victory, O oh Father, in your word, because we know who you are. Probably, Victory over our mind, victory over Hallelujah. Thank you for the thirst, oh God. The thirst after righteousness, Jesus. 
first time to be closer to you. Third, to reverence you, God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Hallelujah. But of the spirit, for the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Therefore, since we have this ministry, we receive mercy. We do not lose heart. Now all things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Be on guard for yourselves and for all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to the shepherd of the church, which he purchased with his own blood. And for all of these things, O oh Father God, we thank you that you have heard us today, that you have heard our prayers, O oh Father God. And we know and we believe in our hearts, O oh Father God, that you will make all things possible. So, Father, I ask that you would bless the declarer today, O oh Father God, that you would give her words, O oh Father, that could change the lives or impart something into them, O oh Father God, that they know, that we know can help not just us, but for all around us. In the name of Jesus, we pass the call. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you all. Um, thank you, JC, for your hostessing, for uh, your sacrifice and everyone else's sacrifice this morning that you gave up, got up and, and to give God your first fruit and bless him. Um, thank you so much for the um, powerful prayer. In Jesus' name, Father God, bless this word. Use me as your vessel. Allow me to stay out and have you come in and only you. In the name of Jesus, thank you. Um, the theme this month is identity, identify. And so what we're going to do is uh, have a subtopic of identify that you must stay on the wall. I'm going to be coming from Nehemiah um, 6 and 14. I will be adding other scriptures in, I believe, um, somewhere down the line. Down again. Uh, excuse me? Or does somebody need to mute? <laughs> Amen. Nehemiah six fourteen, My God, think thou upon Tobiah and Sanballat, according to these their works, and on the prophetess, Nodiah, and the rest of the prophets that would have put me in fear. So Nehemiah in the past visited the palace of Shushan when he encountered a group of men from Jerusalem. Judah has been carried into exile, and it has been a long time since Nehemiah had heard anything concerning his homeland. The news wasn't good. The men had told Nehemiah that the remnant that had survived the exile was in great trouble and shame. The walls were broken down and the gates had been burned. When he heard this news, he began to cry and became greatly distressed and depressed. He took the situation to the Lord with prayer and fasting. Thereafter, with a sense of urgency, Nehemiah decided to start to rebuild. 
here is Nehemiah, the cupbearer for King Artaxias, to assure that he would not drink poison. Here is a prophet supporting the vision of an invisible God. Here is a man who is vigorous and soon will uh, challenge those who were venomous towards the work. So whenever God calls us to do something, often the excitement that initially was accomplished can soon turn into some frustration. It's amazing how the amount of opposition, frustration, and fatigue we experience often begins as soon as we start to move toward the direction God has given us. I'm going to come with you with three points. My first point is Nehemiah's anointing. Nehemiah is a great example of staying focused and committed to an important task. The Israelite Nehemiah has gone through the task of living in exile in Babylon. One day, the king asked Nehemiah, why he seems so sad. And Nehemiah replied, why should not my countenance be sad when the city, the place of my father's grave, lieth waste and the gates thereof are consumed with fire? God gave Nehemiah an anointing. And this anointing was so evident that it rubbed off on the king who showed him favor in, to inspect and rebuild the walls of the city. And every task God gives us, he will place favor upon us. Recognize that. Identify. But our enemies think God's favor isn't fair. Remember, it's dangerous to touch God's anointed one who's been favored by the Lord. My second point here is Nehemiah's assignment. One thing that clearly emerges from this book is that life is a battle from beginning to end. Nehemiah ran into opposition the moment he set his heart to obey God's command to rebuild the walls and gates of Jerusalem. He faced difficulty before he even got to the city. Then, after he reached Jerusalem, <clears throat> enemies rose up to oppose everything that he did. You may not have experienced that yet in your life, but you will soon enough. So the Apostle Paul warns, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, Ephesians 6 and 12. Men and women are not really our problem. Check it out. What we are up against is an invisible forces, the world powers of darkness, Ephesians 6, 12b. Now, it's how Paul identifies them. The same identity. Excuse me, the same enemies are found in the book of Nehemiah also. Thus, we are confronted by an invisible enemy who hates law and order and justice and peace. He loves to mangle, trap, destroy, and murder. He lives to oppose the work of God in creating harmony, beauty, love, and respect for one another. That is what we are battling. But that didn't stop Nehemiah's assignment. When nighttime would tiptoe in and the sun would rest her head, Nehemiah would ride upon a horse and inspect the walls for rebuilding and share with the people who, who became willing workers that God has approved of the reconstruction. But Satan was waiting and watching through his binoculars of adversity. He was conspiring plans to derail the Lord's work 
what a tough assignment from the Lord that Nehemiah would endure. In fact, in the Bible, we find numerous accounts of people to whom gave, God gave various assignments in which he expected them to succeed by taking specific action that he had commanded them to take. Let's identify some of them. Genesis 22 and 2, God told Abraham to sacrifice his beloved son Isaac. Genesis 6, 14, God told Noah to build a giant ark by which he, his extended family, and earth animals could be saved from a coming universal flood. Exodus 3 and 10, God told Moses to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. Joshua 1, 1 through 9. God told Joshua to lead the Israelites to battle their enemies as they occupied the promised land to Canaan. Jonah 1 and 2. God told Jonah to preach to the huge city of Nineveh in order to convince its inhabitants to repent of their sins. Nehemiah 2 and 12. God told Nehemiah to rebuild the walls in the city of Jerusalem. Hosea 1 and 2, God told Hosea to marry a harlot in order to show the Israelites that they had polluted their service to God. Matthew 28, 19 through 20, God told his disciples to take the gospel to the entire world. In Revelation 2 and 10, Christ told believers to be faithful even unto death. Now, do you think it was easy for them? No, it was not easy for these people to carry out such tasks or to endure such such suffering. And no catchy saying or cute models could make their lives any easier. So what is it that helped such individuals succeed in carrying out the tough assignments that God had given them? The answer, they identified that it was faith. My third and last point, Nehemiah's action. In the first five chapters of the book of Nehemiah, which you should read, it identifies the ways Satan tried to stop the people from rebuilding. Satan tried derision by laughing at the work, discouragement that the project would be a complete failure, the danger of bodily harm, and discord to get the people to fight against each other, and depletion of taking away needed resources to complete the assignment. In chapter six, following a series of attacks and threats against him in an effort to intimidate him, the enemies of Nehemiah suddenly change their tactics. Suddenly, they resort to the distractions of friendliness and persuasion. Listen to what Nehemiah testified. When the word came to Sanballat, Tobiah, Geshem, the Arab, and the rest of our enemies that I had built the wall and not a gap was left in it, though up to that time I had not set the doors in the gates, Sanballat and Geshem sent me this message. Come. Let us meet together in one of the villages on, on the plain of Ono. But they were scheming to harm me. So I sent messages to them with this reply. 
I'm carrying on a great project and cannot go down. Why should the work stop while I leave it and go down to you? Four times they sent messages, sent the same message, and each time I gave them the answer. That was Nehemiah 6, 1 through 4. These individuals, once enemies, suddenly become Nehemiah's friends, invited him to a conference down on the plain of Ono, but Nehemiah senses danger. He recognized, he identified that they were scheming to harm him. He says, some suggest that they were trying to trick him into leaving Jerusalem, where he had armed support to come to a conference where they had set him up, where they, would, they could set him up and perhaps kill him. Nehemiah evidently recognized, identified this. He firmly declined saying, I'm carrying on a great project. I cannot go down. Why should the work stop while I, while I leave it and go down to you? It cannot stop the work of building by threat and attack. So they switched their tactics. You will experience you and you and you will experience or identify this too when you try to correct wrong things in your life. It is possible that your friends will become your most dangerous foes. Nehemiah was persistent in his refusal. And here is his reason, and I'm done. I'm doing a great work, he says. I have a great calling. God has committed a tremendous project to me. And if I leave, it will be threatened. One of the most helpful things that we can do to resist temptation is to remember that God has called us to a great task. Identify when Nehemiah says in, in verse uh, 615, so this wall was finished. Identify that you cannot stop the work. Recognize the distractions. Identify that you are carrying on a great project. Don't stop the work by threats or attacks. Even when they switch their tactics, know that prayer will change it. And you recognize and have faith that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. He says, I'm carrying on a great project and I cannot go down. I won't go down. I ain't doing that. So why? Should I stop what I'm doing for you to come and harm me? Mm -mm. Remember what he says. He says, I'm carrying on a great project and cannot go down. <laughs> uh -uh, I'm not, it ain't happening. And remember those five D words that I said. Satan tried derision by laughing at the work discouragement that the project would be a complete failure, the danger of bodily harm and discord to get the people to fight against each other, and depletion of taking away needed resources to complete the assignment. Have you run into these problems? The depletion of taking away some resources from somebody came in to distract you, discourage you, to put you in danger? and the discord to get people to fight against you. Remember, change Nehemiah's action to your name, action, Beverly's action. 
That's what you do. Nehemiah's assignment, remember what that that assignment was. And his anointing. So what is your anointing? What is your assignment? What is God giving you? Stay on the wall and identify. Father God, I just thank you for this message. I thank you for inclining ears to listen. I thank you for your love, your grace, your peace, and your mercy, Father God. I thank you for every, each and every person that is on this line, God. Bless them in a mighty way. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You can take your phones off mute if there's anyone who got on the line um, late this morning. Um, please uh, let us know who you are and say good morning. Good morning, it's Gigi. Thank you for your message. Good morning, Gigi. Good morning, Mrs. Mary. God bless you. God bless you, Mary. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Thank you for your declaration. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, this is JR. Thank you. Good morning, JR. You are welcome. Good morning, this is Danielle. Thank you. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning, it's Kai and Kim. Thank you for your declaration. Oh, you're welcome. God bless. Good morning, it's Jubilant Juliet. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, Juliet. Is there anyone who is on the line who is here for the first time? Do you have a caller that is here for the first time? Amen, amen. Well, we're all family. God bless you all. Um, is there anyone who would like to make a comment or um, impart or have anything to uh, say in regards to identifying that you stay on the wall. Good morning, Big Sis. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Yes, got to stay on the wall. It's plain and simple. It is what it is. I love you. I love you too. Thank you. Plain and simple. Hey, sweetie. Good morning, it's Dee Dee. How are you? Good morning, Dee Dee. I'm good. How are you? Good. I always love when my twin sisters get on and tag team with prayer and a word. Nehemiah. <laughs> I always love. I love Nehemiah. Um, wow. That assignment thing, though. I'm so glad you brought that up because identity, knowing truly your identity and who you are and who you're called to be, knowing what God has called you to do will make sure you do know your assignment. They got a song. I understand the assignment. Sometimes we don't. <laughs> and we get okay. off. And we might be doing an assignment that the enemy didn't send to. So you got to be careful and truly know this month is amazing. This year has been amazing so far, um, just the topic. So I love you. I'm constantly praying for you and sis. And just thank you for that wonderful word this morning. Love you. Love you, too. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you, sister. We're going to get that picture one day. <laughs> right? <laughs> Amen. Anyone else? 
So I wanted to have you all recognized and identified your anointing and your assignment. Beverly, um, it's Rochelle again. When you talk about, um, you know, the assignment, uh, we were just reading this morning in the devotion and how um, the Lord gave instruction to the prophet not to eat or drink um, where he sent him to do the word. And he told him several times and he repeated it to to um, the sons and constantly he knew what his assignment was. But little do we know, a lot of times we forget because we're persuaded by someone that says that they have um, maybe the same anointing or anointing, not even anointing, a call or a title um, mm -hmm. greater, not even greater, at a different stature, I'll say that. Um, and we forget the instructions of what the Lord said. Well, he's in the same, you know, structure that I am, so it must be okay. It's what did the Lord say? If the Lord gave you instructions to stay on your assignment, what to do and what not to do, don't be persuaded. Know who he's called you to be and what he told you to do. Um, and it just, we have to identify with that, even though it looks like, you know, someone is trying to help us or, um, but it, it's not that. We have to stick to God's plan and his purposes, his instructions, his statutes, his precepts, and his, con and his uh, commandments. Mm -hmm. So that's Amen. It. Amen. That that was good. That was very good. We have to remember what Nehemiah's actions were and what Satan tried to do. He he laughed at the work. He discouraged the people that the project wouldn't be a would be a complete failure. And then the there was the danger of bodily harm. And then there was the discord to get the people to fight against each other. Now, how many times have you seen that in your own life where there are people who are fighting against you when you know what your assignment is and you stand flat-footed and you stand there and know, I'm not stopping what I'm doing. And then how many times has it been when you were influenced? Well, maybe. And it caused doubt. Are we listening? Pretty Patrice. Good morning. Good morning, Thank you. The declaration this morning. You know, the enemy is designed and distracts <laughs> and to send distractions our way. And we have to know we know that we know who we are in Christ Jesus. And yeah you know, combat the enemy. He said he always, he will always give us a way of escape. Yeah. So, yeah. We know uh, we know what the assignment is, and we have to combat those distractions that he's in because the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and he will use anything and anybody to knock us off our square. But like you said, we have to stand flat-footed and know who our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is and know what our assignment is and, and go forward. Thank you so much for your declaration this morning. Be blessed, woman of God. You be blessed as well. Thank you so much. I pray continued blessings on you. Thank you, sir. You're welcome.
Anyone else? All right. Good morning, Beverly. Good morning, everyone. This is Terminator the Finisher. I am very sorry. I overslept. Please forgive me. This never happened. Uh, thanks for the one that took my place. Um, I'm about to catch the replay, Beverly. Um, I know it was awesome, but I do know my assignment. Um, <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, you know, that happens. That happens. And yeah, and every every time that I'm on, you're always on. I've never, um, I don't think there's ever been a time when uh, I've been on you weren't. So, um, well, God bless you. And um, that was a heavenly, that was a wonderful rest that you received. So, don't worry, it's all good. You know your assignment. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Hi, good morning. Hey, I'm Christina. Gray. I want to give an awesome share um, this morning. And yes, definitely know my assignment. But one of the things about Nehemiah that I noticed is he always took time to pray before he took the action, right? He always yeah. prayed. And we can just look at that example of um, making sure that we pray first um, before we um, go forward. So, thank you. Amen. Pray first. Amen. And recognize who it is who's answering you. Recognize God's voice. Recognize his call. Recognize his assignment. Because sometimes there can be times when it sounds real good and it might not be the voice of God. But know that, that, know that you know that you know that you know who it is. My sister, thank you. Pray first. Hey, Beth, it's Didi, and I'm yeah. going to piggyback with Joy Joy because that's so true. And on a more, well, it's not really humorous. I'm really sad. We have a little Nehemiah at my school. <laughs> when I tell you, little boy, about two, he's so little, but he's so feisty. And just, so y'all pray for little Nehemiah. Um, I was listening to <laughs> Oh my God, names mean a lot. So I just want my little boy to know who he is because he is is going through a lot. But a lot of these young younger kids I deal with eighteen months to five years old and I'm so glad we're doing this because now I can pray like strategically, um, as I'm here, you know, because I open the school. I'm here at five thirty. Um, some morning. It just depends on how I'm led to get here. And as I'm cleaning and cooking, I'm praying, I'm going through the rooms. And so now, um, just the strategic prayer for these babies so that as they're growing up in this crazy world, that they they can know who they are, identify their purpose and their assignment, no matter what they're being taught at home, you know, because um, it's a lot. It's about 40, 40 plus kids. And mm. oh, y'all, man, when I tell you, sometimes it's heavy. I, I laugh and play a lot, but I see it. And so when um, you talked about assignments, working 30 years with AT&T and then retiring at 47, I'm like, Lord, what am I doing? But being here for four years with these babies and being able to love on them and then 
you know, my, my children's friends. So that I know what I'm assigned to. I'm not unclear. I know when I hear from him. And so I'm not in your assignment or in your business or doing something I shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing. But yeah, so it's just good. I I really appreciate uh, my sister Dion and how she's just wired to, to, to lead this, this, this movement. Cause that's what we are. We are a family, we are a body mm-hmm. and we are a community. So I love you. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. You know what? I'm, I thank God for you um, because you are probably the only um, person that they would know who's going to instill God in them, who is going to um, rub oil um, of love and rub um, the assignment in their life. Little Nehemiah, he, his name is great. His name is already well known. So in his feistiness, that just shows me that he is going to grow up and become a leader in his feistiness. <laughs> uh, but thank God for you and instilling um, uh, the love in these babies. What a task. That is not my calling. <laughs> Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, my sister. Anybody else? All right, well, we can... um, Go ahead and close out, but I just want you to um, remember the takeaway. What is your takeaway? Don't allow discouragement to interfere with your project. Don't allow any discord. And look at the distractions and identify your actions, your assignment, and your anointing. Father God, we come saying thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for um, your message, Father God, and I thank you for each and every person that is on this line. I thank you for the words that everyone has said this morning, Father God, and that it brings light what all you have to say. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you. Um, Bless everyone. Keep them safe, Father God, in this weather. Keep them from all hurt, harm, and danger. Watch over them, their families, God, and touch them in a mighty way. Let their light shine in any room that they go into. I just thank you right now, God. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. You have a wonderful day, and God bless you all. Amen, amen, and amen. Blessings. 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 Blessings.